1: blue kool-aid drinkers big z here um just a quick programming note going forward um the lions obviously have their bye week next week so we encourage you all to maybe lay off the nfl for a weekend um maybe go to the pumpkin patch with your family uh, you know uh, it's some fall activity you know it's that time of year but if not enjoy your weekend watching the nfl i am might be able, of course Regardless, um, on this episode, we're breaking down the Matt Patricia's status with the Lions, um, some of the backlash from some of his comments, and of course, trying to break down this game, even though it's kind of the same old song each week with the defense and the offense. But um, nonetheless, um, please sit back uh, and enjoy the episode. Please subscribe to the podcast as well. Um, let's get ready to talk some Detroit Lions here. This is Drinking the Blue coolie, a Detroit Lions podcast hosted by lifelong Lions fans. UJ. It seems apparent to me that the most
2: intellectual football fans tend to be Lions fans. Bob. Safford is the best
3: quarterback in football. Remember what you saw here. Tell your grandkids. Don't forget.
1: Red
4: Dog. I believe we're on the precipice of a new era of Detroit Lions football dominance. Gunner. Connor.
0: Patricia looks like Violet Beauregard from Willy Wonka out there. An absolute blueberry on the sideline.
1: And I'm your host, Big Z. The media knows nothing. The Detroit Lions 2021 Super Bowl champs. We can't wait for this upcoming season. Relax. It's time for the pod. All right, blue Kool-Aid drinkers. We are back. And we're trying to keep our heads above water here, uh, and (laughs) we're trying to find some Kool-Aid left in the bottle, but uh, man, it was a rough one this weekend, but I'm Big Z, uh, and the rest of the Blue Kool-Aid crew is here, so we got Connor. A lot of mixed emotions there in the intro. (laughs) We got a run dog. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! We got UJ.
3: What's up?
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then last but not least, we got Bob.
3: Hey guys, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> nice Oh,
1: <well. laughs>
2: oh that expl- it sounds like some <laughs> are drinking
1: Kool-Aid and some need to take a few swigs uh for the rest oh, of the God. episode. <laughs> All right. Ah. All right. So um man, gentlemen, uh the Lions take a 35-29 loss to the Saints. The Lions fall to 1 and 3 now. Um it's, it's just rough, you know, it's the same things that we've been seeing, uh, a decent offensive performance and just an abysmal defensive performance followed by the worst tackling possibly in the entire NFL, oh, unless you're the guy. Dallas Cowboys, yeah. maybe, <laughs> but uh, it's, it is bad, it is really bad, and before we get into the rest of, um, you know, breaking down the game and such... Uh, you know, as we record this just uh, less than an hour ago, Bill O'Brien got fired by the Texans. He was their GM and coach, so maybe that had something to do with it and him being fired first. But, uh.
2: See, he was a Patriots guy, wasn't he?
4: <laughs>
1: oh, yes. Oh, yes.
4: Yeah, right. Okay. Uh, yeah, Patricia has not broken that mold yet. <laughs> Bill
1: O'Brien tried being, uh, Bill Belichick 2.0, the GM head coach thing. It definitely did not work out. But, um, we're not here to talk about the Texans right now. But, uh, what we, uh, what is on everybody's mind, obviously, is, is Matt Patricia the next to go, and according to Vegas, he is the second best odds right now, besides uh, Adam Gase of the Jets, uh, hmm. to yeah, be fired. Yeah. Good company. I, Jets. I
2: guess we should be grateful that we're not Jets fans at this moment. Well, is that much worse? <laughs> well, actually, I think
1: Dan Quinn is tied with Patricia right now, but uh, he hasn't even played his Monday night game yet against the Packers as we record this, so... Uh, maybe he'll be fired by the end of this night that we re- are recording on. But regardless, um, yeah. Matt Patricia said something in his interview after the game that uh, struck a chord with former players. Uh, and that was saying that there was a lot of issues before he came to Detroit that he had to fix, and it's going to take some time. Uh, now, this yeah. this is the same song we've been hearing for three years from him, and nothing has yeah. gotten better. So, um but I just thought it was really funny from former players like trying to defend their nine and seven season as a success. <laughs> um, like they, they they were nine and four, lost three games, lost a division, and got dominated in Seattle that year. Uh, so I it was just a weird, um, just a very
2: well. Well, look, everyone keeps bringing up the uh, Caldwell thing, and and yeah, it's easy by the numbers. Caldwell had a better record than Patricia, obviously, but. Caldwell was not that great a coach. I'm sorry. No. Uh, people who praise him, I mean, you're just, it's way too much, okay? Well, yeah, Patricia might not have worked uh, out yet, or maybe he will, maybe he won't, but uh, saying Caldwell was some great coach is going way beyond, it, if you ask me.
0: I think what people mean by that is like, it shouldn't have taken like a whole build from the ground up to like fix that team. Like, they were a very average to slightly above average team under Caldwell. It wasn't like they were a total disaster that. Patricia makes them seem.
2: Yeah. Right. I think part of the problem is Patricia is looking for a a, a culture. And, And I think sometimes these players may not fit the culture exactly, but we're getting rid of some like, good players.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dary- or playmakers.
2: <laughs> Slay was a great, a great example. Diggs yeah. was an example. Uh, Golden Tate was a great example. Bob, what did you guys who, could what did you say?
1: Make plays. Bob, what do you say Slay was ranked right now in PFF for cornerbacks? He's a uh, 12th ranked cornerback. And, yeah. uh, Gokuda was last in the <laughs> ranking and,
3: and true font was only a couple slots above oh, true so.
1: font in his last game was our worst graded defense. He was second worst graded defense player right behind uh Tavai. was but, terrible.
2: Uh, Shouldn't have been out. Yeah, there. I agree sure. with
4: Connor. He got hurt again, right? Our, we had the talent on this team. I mean, we, we had enough talent where sure they needed some more, but when Patricia came here, it was not a full rebuild, but you're right. Culture is the thing he had to fix the most, but I, I think it's a ridiculous statement what he said. He made it sound like we came to like an 0-16 team like Jim Schwartz did.
0: Jim Schwartz has showed progress each of his years. Yeah. We've gone backwards under Patricia. No kidding. That 10-6 team that lost to the Saints, I thought that was a really decent team actually. Oh, yeah. But –
4: Yeah. Yeah, it
0: was. What do you think about
1: Lions Hands clamoring for Braden Combs to be the head coach, the special teams coordinator yeah. who's like 33 years old? I've heard that uh, floated around see that. Off, but uh,
2: <laughs> I don't know. I
1: mean, that is our best unit. How do we know? Hard to get
4: worse at this point. Jack yeah, Fox I mean, will take over at quarterback. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Let him do it all. He's our best <laughs> player. And, he, and make him a <laughs> pass <does>. rusher, too. <laughs>
3: the other guy I saw people mentioning was the uh, our old quarterback who's in Dallas now, the. Oh, uh, Kellen Moore! His
4: name? Kellen Moore!
3: Yeah, Kellen Moore. I mean,
4: oh my God! Oh,
1: jeez, so that would be something. Kellen Moore that would is that be interesting? It wouldn't be surprising to me if he's hired as a head coach in the next two years.
4: <laughs> I wouldn't be mad about that. It would Be cool that he came through us uh, out as a player, and now he's coming back as the head coach. I don't know. Uh,
1: Dallas's offense yeah. is firing on all cylinders. Uh, it's that's not their problem over there. The kid uh, really seems. We, so we on should. The same uh,
0: well, it we we is
2: late like, in, in the, the game. Juice
0: i think we should take a look at the chiefs organization see if there's anyone from there maybe we maybe
2: holmgren we can offer him a hundred million dollars a year
4: maybe now maybe now that brady's gone we can pry belichick (laughs) away from the yeah (laughs) belichick will
0: only cement his legacy if he wins with the lions (laughs) Otherwise, he's a fraud yeah you'll see it as a challenge yeah kind of like how theo epstein left the red sox to go to the
1: cubs like he he has that legacy now of Owning two yeah, championships from right. long, droughted teams. So, yeah. Or maybe Theo Epstein wants to come to be the Lions GM. He, 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 he <laughs> one-time expressed interest. but uh. And, and, Connor, I know you're mentioning uh, Eric Biennemi in particular, the offensive coordinator for the Chiefs. That That's yeah. a guy that's on top of everybody's hey, list maybe. for next year.
0: He's on top of a lot of guys' lists, I'm sure. Yeah, for but for now,
1: um, Matt Patricia is still our coach, and he yeah. will be our coach yep. until... Otherwise, so, of, so so I, ask,
4: <laughs> I just wanted to ask So now that we talked about like possibly really it seems like people are a little opening up to the idea. How do you guys actually feel about Patricia and and what he's doing with this team? And, and do you, are you losing faith like legit? I've lost faith. You lost faith. My faith is gone. OK,
0: I think it's time to move on and cut your losses with Patricia. It's not going up to me.
4: I will say
2: my faith is not 100 percent gone, but it's approaching it. So uh, what per- what I've, percent are I've you at right now, UJ? Patricia bandwagon and. I'm just I'm losing it.
1: UJ, what percent are you at now?
2: Uh, about uh, 80% uh, to get rid of him. Uh, I just don't understand his aversion to putting pressure on a passer. I just I – just, I don't get it. I just don't understand it. Like, it seems so unimaginative on defense. We're not doing any – we're soft. We're, uh, everything's wrong, man. Our, our linebacker's over-pursuing our – Defensive line is soft. They're getting pushed around. And we're not getting any pressure on the quarterback. It's just – I don't understand it. I just don't get it. Yeah. Uh, it's got to – I think we have some players out there that are pretty good. I, I, it's got to be scheme or, or coaching or something. Something's not right.
1: Yeah, and uh, up, just, you, just some stats uh, that I th- – uh, found this week. So we, we were clamoring about how much man this team was playing. And last week they switched to zone to a little more success, but I always hated zone against the saints just because, uh, they're a short passing team and that's kind of where you can exploit a little more. Mm. But in this week, the lions played their most, uh, zone. Well, actually they played 37% uh, zone defense this week, which was twice as much as week one and week two, but a little less than last week. Um, so they they switched up their game plan a little bit. It, it didn't work. <laughs> they're trying to play more zone, it seems, yeah. but the Saints completed 89% of their passes this week. If yeah. you
2: don't get pressure oh, on the quarterback, it doesn't matter what the hell you run in the defensive backfield. They're going to they're complete a lot of passes against And
4: you. we're not good well, in the defensive backfield right now, so <laughs> that makes it even worse. J- just
1: to clarify, 89% of their passes they completed against zone – and only sixty six
0: percent against man. Yeah, Drew Brees looked like he was twenty five out there on Sunday. Yeah,
1: and this is a Saints offense that was missing Michael Thomas. Uh, um, and they still like, let number ten uh, Smith uh, just dominate their, the cornerback. Oh my god! Day. Yeah, <sighs> our our defensive
3: line is terrible right now. We we can't stop the run, and we can't get at the quarterback. It's,
1: no, it's, I. I I do either I do, one. You know, uh, to defend yeah. the defensive line, I, I I think it's more our linebackers. I've I've seen some terrible pursuit angles out of this linebacking crew. Horrible. T- they too, they uh, constantly
2: over pursue. There's a couple like instances where the D
1: line is getting blown back a little bit, but that's also like on after like 10, 11 plays in the drive. Uh, so yeah. I, and to me, like to Vi... I don't I don't I don't even know if, if I wanna see him on the field again. He his run fits are yeah. terrible. I, I just don't even think he has the athletic like there was actually one it was a run to the outside. Um it looked like he had a good run fit and he just got beat athletically to the outside. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Um that that's just highly, wow. highly concerning. Uh and that's a guy that a lot of people questioned. The draft pick uh, with him going in the second round, nobody expected it. And uh, maybe there's a reason for that after all.
4: (laughs) I'm not totally going to sell out on Tobiah yet because he he's a sophomore and he it is Unfortunately, he's regressing. But there's a reason the words or the term sophomore slump exists. It's for whatever reason, these guys come in their second year and struggle. I'm not I'm not. Who? Ready to give up on him. What
1: What good player do you know that takes this big of a regression that has been successful in the NFL? Usually you, it should be the other way around. Usually from first to second year is where you're supposed to see that leap, There's not the other way around.
4: Sophomore slump. Well, where does that term come from? It's a term that exists because it happens relatively frequently. So I'm just saying I'm not happy with what he's doing. I'm just not ready to give up on him yet. I hey, agree. He hasn't heard the Hey, done.
3: the reason that term exists is because of alliteration.
4: Sophomore slump. <laughs> it just rolls.
3: Uh-huh. It
4: has no other no, purpose. <laughs> actually, it, <laughs> that's a, that's they call no it a sophomore slump, issue, but actually, though. normally they get a lot better. I'm just, <laughs> just if you can come up with good. an
1: example of someone <laughs> at a sophomore slump that end up being successful in the NFL, I'm I'm here for it. Hey, don't, just, don't play that. What are
4: you game. doing? You're gonna pull that hey, crap. What am I gonna do? Don't play that
1: game.
4: There's sophomore slumps. People get get recover from them Sherry
0: sure can Google like, it and come up with can one. one. Can you name one that didn't?
4: I mean, they come on. Didn't? Don't give me that crap. You're, I, yeah, I have Peyton all Manning, Tom Brady.
2: Uh, there's a bunch of those guys. Yeah. And Marino. Stafford sucked <laughs> yeah. his
4: sophomore year. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm just saying. The Stafford it, never saw. I'm just saying this. This <laughs> okay. Bro, this type no. of regression shouldn't be happening, and it, and it's from an athletic standpoint where he's not even standing out. So I don't, I don't see. I don't really see the upside of him going forward. I
2: don't think totally it's an athletic thing. Z, I, 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 I know what you're saying, and I get what you're saying, but I, I think it's more a coaching thing. These guys are constantly over pursuing. They're not. Yeah. They're not. The cutback. The cutback run is an NFL staple these days. You don't see too many teams that blow. Uh, the defensive line off the line and, and create giant holes anymore. It's mostly uh, a zone fits and whatever. And then these backs are always looking for the cutback. It, it's it's so common now, and and they kill us on the cutbacks. And the linebackers are always over pursuing, and they were never back in the holes, and they should be if they kept their ground. You know, they, they could accept a lot of those runs, but Camara had a field day against us. It was it was Camara
0: is a beast to be fair. He He's gonna do that to most Agree linebackers, with probably. He's he's my top fantasy point scorer. Also so. But these
3: guys are having like record days against the Lions. I mean yeah. like their teams are having their best running days against us. And I don't think it's just the cutbacks. I think against the Packers, we saw just straight up the middle. Bam. Oh, well, Find a hole and just
2: go. Yep. Look at that. Third I and mean, six. It's, I guess the same yeah. third and six <sighs> from the goal. I mean, Terrible. third goal. Terrible. From the six right. straight up the middle. You're right. I mean, it's Those not just that. Also,
4: how yeah, does man. a 340 pound D tackle like Danny Shelton, I've seen him at least on multiple occasions. I don't know how many, more than two literally get blown straight backwards. I mean, this guy and is Danny
0: Sheldon helped generate that. Uh, interception. I'm not
4: told. Yes. He, but he, he batted the pass. He caused it, he did. but I'm just, I'm not totally down in his entire game, but there are times where a guy like him is getting blown off the ball and should not be getting blown off the ball because he's a big giant nose tackle. He, he loses leverage. He gets too high. Um, and he, I think when he loses focus, that's his weakness. But I'm just saying, when that's happening, when your big dudes are getting blown back, you're, you're what are you gonna do? Linebackers can't make up for all that. Yeah, I yeah, I, I, true. I, but I saw I I just
1: saw more linebacker issues. I think I agree. Uh, than, it's a larger issue because I actually our two our two inside guys, Pennicini and he's um, looking solid actually. Uh, Danny Shelton yeah. graded out really well in the run the run yeah. uh, grades this week, and the, the, it's all it's, the linebackers had the low
0: grades. I think I agree. aquara has been looking better. I think Romeo Aquara. Yeah, he got a oh, sack he pass rush. He's been he's looking decent f- on the pass rush. Yeah,
2: he was a bright spot. He was a bright spot in that game. No doubt. Yeah. Hey, Z, let me go to your first, that other question
3: about Patricia. Cause I, I was never totally on the Patricia bandwagon to begin with. Cause I was, I was on the call fire Caldwell bandwagon, but I was skeptical of Patricia and he has yet to prove it. But since he's still our coach, I'm still believing in this system.
2: <laughs> I'm going to believe
3: in it. <laughs> in it. Yeah. You have no choice. We have no choice. That's why we drink no, Kool-Aid. No, cause they, they, yeah. this should be the year where it all comes to, to fruition. Mm-hmm. It did in the first quarter of the season. I'm hoping it will after the bye, but because uh, now he's got his players. I mean, whether they're good or not, they're the ones they wanted. They're the ones mm-hmm. they picked for this system. Right. So
0: Is it is we'll it gonna see. be like the Rocky II like <laughs> win, like with a bell, like dong. And then Patricia's I so. like,
3: all right. <laughs> That's all I got right now. We're gonna
0: win and then they win like twelve straight games. Well
3: <laughs> I just think if they get rid of if they get rid of Patricia now, uh unless there's some miracle, the the Stafford career is wasted in Detroit. Like, might as well I trade him. I hate so, to say it. I, so, I think follow-up uh,
4: question to what I asked earlier, how you feel. So how long? How much longer, depending on what kind of level of success, do you think he gets this season? I personally think at least midway of the season, if we're still floundering as we are now, I, I think then you can cut ties. Like, If he's not turning around by midseason, yeah, it's over. Might as what well. What's think? the point? What do you guys think as far as yeah. like how many Honestly, games he got left to progress? I think They could – they could fire him right now, yeah. and I wouldn't be outraged. They <laughs> have every right. He has done nothing to live up yeah. to his contract. I'd
2: say at least so you, so you know your the playoff hopes are, like, gone.
1: Let it's, me just tell you, know. Know. the Lions, so the, they have the bye week next week, but after that, they have the 1-3 Jaguars, the winless Falcons, the 3-1 and one Colts, all right, that's a good team, then the 1-3 Vikings, the 1-3 Washington Redskins, a 2-2 two and two Panthers team that a lot of people don't think highly of, then they have the 0-4 Texans. And then they have um, a tough stretch down the end. But there's a a long stretch here where they're playing equal to inferior opponents where they can easily win four or five games right there in a row and get into the playoffs. Again, they're only one game out of the playoffs right now. I don't think the seventh place team is two and two. I right. don't think easy belongs yeah. in the
4: same sentence as the Lions ability to win games. But they're all I, I games honestly, they should
1: win and they're very winnable compared to like playing the Packers I know what seven you're saying. Z, I
4: know what you're saying. I'm just saying this team is going to be the kind of team that has to work for every single win. I don't think it matters who they're playing, especially the way our defense is. I mean, we could have won these last few games if Stafford played like the Stafford we know, but I mean, with this defense, uh, any game's going to be up for grabs as long you know, we got to play better that's just a fact we need to play better than we have been
2: you know what's interesting is like uh Reggie Ragland came out in an interview said how much they were behind patricia and all that and the teams behind him and everything and, and so it's not like patricia has lost the team per se uh, apparently they're all behind him but sometimes maybe that's not a good thing i don't know that you like your coach that much uh because it's obviously not working whatever it is but they seem to be behind him it's not like he's lost the players you know, you know? Not like it seemed but the last years couple. I
0: Caldwell too. Yeah, but the <laughs> yeah. last couple. Well,
2: yeah, you could say the same for Caldwell. Exactly, you're right. You're right, Connor. But the last
1: couple of years, we've been not hearing like this backing of Patricia after each week. So we are. No, yeah, it does but- seem more
4: unison uh, Darius Slay yeah.
0: was backing up Orlovsky on Twitter. Did you guys see that? He said oh, you know,
4: I didn't it see that on, but I truth. believe it though I believe it oh that's, yeah uh, that's expected Al- Alaski
1: did say one thing yeah. that bothered me and his like in his rant on ESPN uh this morning about the regression of P- Patricia and uh, from called from Caldwell to now is that he said Matt Stafford was playing the best of his career under Caldwell I completely disagree I think this Derek Bevel offense is the best fit for Matt Stafford right. I've seen since uh the one or the couple of year stretch with Scott Linehan or, uh, yeah, Scott Linehan is the offensive coordinator. Those are exciting yeah. offenses. Wait, he, yeah, were, I don't know about were.
3: that. I thought he was good under
0: Caldwell. Uh, I mean, I don't know. That 11 and five season was the I best I think he a lot of year, passes under
3: you Caldwell. You know what? Though? He doesn't look like his best this year under Bevel. I would say. No, no he
4: doesn't.
2: I would say. That's that, more Stafford, though. it's that more on Stafford. That year
4: it is, UJ. But that year he did, uh, he went to the quarterbacks coach independently in the off season the first time he ever got outside help with his game when he suddenly learned how to put touch on his deep ball he did transcend uh to a high much higher level than he had been playing but I don't really put that so much on Cooter and and Caldwell as I do on just staffer getting some Maybe technique she- a, adjustments that he really needed in his game and he over yeah, I, I think uh, Caldwell's
3: I mean not Caldwell um, Bevel's getting oh, Bevel. a bit of a free pass because uh because they did pretty well when he first came over. Yeah. But right now he's he has a great first quarter plan, and then he has no adjustments.
2: You know, yeah. Defense gets
0: stagnant too. Well,
2: well, there's a couple times now. To be honest, to be fair, Stafford <laughs> made mistakes. I mean, he missed Hall wide open in the end zone. I mean, just I'd never seen him short a pass like that. It was brutal. The guy was wide open. It- and then the short, the the one short to Hawkinson that got intercepted in the end zone was a horrible pass. It was just horrible. Oh, And it was, so- I mean. He made a couple mistakes. Granted, I'm not going to pin the loss on Stafford, although he contributed a little bit, but uh, he has a small windows to throw into. His guys aren't getting separation. He's having a rough time out of it. He's struggling, he man. I mean, the whole team's struggling, but Stafford does but, deserve some blame, but, but definitely not. UJ, isn't that Bevel's
3: part to get those guys open? Yes. To get routes to get these that guys is open definitely, and then, without and a doubt. Uh, we, Red Dog had the the stat up how their separation's like one of the worst in the league. Our receivers, yeah, you know? one of the worst in the this league. Shouldn't too. be either so one of you guys had that. Stat. We have
0: really good receivers
2: I'll too. I'll take credit, you, Bob. Jones, yeah, I But our receivers <laughs> are not
1: the separation type, like a Mar,
4: like. They, no, they, none of them are.
1: Marvin Jones, when they got him as a free agent, was... <laughs> he's a contested. Catch yeah, he was guy. A contested, and so is Kenny Galladay. They're, that's what but they we do. They do it
4: with success. I, I agree, Connor. Like they're good enough receivers that if you call better route schemes, maybe you might be able to get some more open opportunities.
2: Well, in Stafford's favor, though, the reason we've had a lot of success the last two years is Stafford is one of the best thrown in a small windows of any quarterback yeah. that's ever lived.
0: That Jesse James catch, ever. can we talk about that real quick? That was insane. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like a yeah, 20% was awesome. chance of being caught. That was, I can't believe he caught
4: that. Was, that. That. that was,
2: that was elite. elite. That was an elite move right there. It, was, no it makes you question
4: why we don't throw to him more. <laughs> See, and that's the thing with Stafford that's yeah. frustrating right now. Is True. then the pass that pass they completed to Hawk on that two point conversion, that ridiculous window he put that in on there for Hawk. yeah I mean but that's like the what's so frustrating is then then he misses Hawk for that interception earlier. He tells him where to go and then throws it right to the other guy. It was like, What are you doing? And that's been his thing this yeah. year though, like that uh was it the Packers game where he overthrew Hawk in the, the into the into the corner route like the uh, rookies complete that, was that pass against the Cardinals or Cardinals. You're right. Rookies complete the pass. In fact, we saw Kyler Murray throw a touchdown on a more contested route earlier in the game and Stafford didn't even give a guy a chance. And that's what I hear. Big Z saying all the time. when We're watching this. Give your guys a chance. And he's just missing so wide on some plays. And then he's eating sacks. I just Stafford is out a little out of sorts. And unfortunately on this team, and we had a big argument in our, our our little podcast chat, me and me and Connor. (laughs) I was the clown. He was the brown noser. He was defending Stafford, super hardcore. And I I understand. I love Stafford still, but he can't afford to play the way he's playing right now with the way this team is formed. I don't disagree with that. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I was being hard on him. I was, but like if, we could have won that game if Stafford plays the way Stafford, Stafford we know. I agree, and and but that's not. But you can't blame him all for because he's got to have a defense too. So
0: yeah, my point is it's concerning that he has to be flawless for the Lions to have a chance to win. You're right. You're right. Well, yeah, right. He, he does. That, he, does. And great at, he he is does. not playing very well. This is not some Stafford's better play, mm. and I I agree he takes some of the blame. But it's extremely concerning when he has to literally be like. A Hall of Fame quarterback week in, week out to even have a chance.
2: Yeah. yeah. agree. Very I I I When well, your defense allows, uh, what, five straight touchdowns uh, on yeah. consecutive at drives, One, one
0: on. more point. If we do fire Patricia, I believe that one more coach could turn it around with Matt Stafford at quarterback. Ooh. I agree with that too. I, I don't think we have to turn, cut ties with him yet. If Aaron Rodgers can get a new coach and turn it around and almost go to the Super Bowl, we can do it with Stafford, who's younger.
2: I agree. Oh, yeah. I agree, Connor.
4: Though, and if, we, if, if the thing is, though, we might, <laughs> it might be the end of Stafford anyway, if this team continues as bad as they are, like, let's, I mean, I'm, we're obviously hoping we have, you know, faith, this team might get something going, but if they end up in that top, you know, of the draft or the chance at Trevor Lawrence and they fire Caldwell and Quinn, cause Quinn's going to go too. Cause we're, we're, or Caldwell, I said, Patricia cause we realize that they've tied their wag. He's hitched his wagon to Patricia. So Quinn's got to go too if Patricia goes. Oh yeah. So, I mean, you're talking about a new GM, new head coach. They're going to want their guy. uh, Most likely that just seems to be the way these things usually work out. And Stafford doesn't have enough success outside of the stat box to, you know, convince a lot of people who think, especially that quarterbacks are directly the reason wins and losses happen.
2: When you see it across the league, how pass rushes make a big difference. And we constantly pass on elite pass rushes in the draft mm. it, it's got to concern you. i mean yeah kuda may turn out to be a great player in the end but we could have done something a lot better there at that point in the draft get an elite pass rusher or defense patricia wanted
4: Derek and brown so i mean that's what reportedly yeah. well about.
2: he denies that though. oh wait oh of course so, he's of course going going to. he
4: does
0: oh, <laughs> well i don't know Derek brown yeah.
3: hasn't done a heck of a lot you yeah know, or I'm simmons
2: not, hasn't been that great either, either. But who do we have that's elite on the defensive line to rush the passer? Nobody. Trey Flowers? Julian Aquara, is close. we drafted him, who's supposed to be. Trey Flowers leading, is probably our best player. We don't even play Julian Acquara. Okay. I mean, what the hell? What's going on?
1: I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Oh, we, you, Jay. We need a pass rush.
2: I mean, Julian Aquara played
4: 10
1: snaps this week. He didn't uh, he got do one much pressure. With them, I but, saw.
4: Uh, the one where I think Flowers, or who I got, the, I think it was he was there, right, coming from the other side when Aquara got a sack. But that was the best only oh. time I've even noticed him this whole well, season. It, <laughs> do you guys flash- agree with
3: uh, what Patricia's saying that he's seen <laughs> flashes of what this is going to be? Because I mean, have you seen it on defense? I think we've all seen it on the, offense what, occasionally. The, flashes I do. Of the fl-
2: occasional flashes.
0: The, the last, flashes. The first season, like the last few games, I saw some flashes. Of-
3: like, what that defense could be if it was all working the way it was supposed to. I just, it just
4: doesn't seem to be happening. I don't know. Well, we've been on up right double
1: here. digits uh, in three of the four games, and we've <laughs> I mean, lost them. The
4: defense did get us right ahead. Of, they gave us that lead to start with, even though, you know, they didn't protect it. But we, they got us that pick to yeah. start. I mean... I think this team, no one, that's true. They, the thing no is, one breaks it, bad records. Like I don't Lions. think it's just mental. I don't think it's physical breakdowns. I think it's weird. It's mental. Even Jamie Collins is not getting good run fits on plays where he's supposed to be the veteran guy that knows all this. There seems to be a, like a total dysfunction on understanding the scheme and where they need to be at the right time and the right place on this defense. I think they still look like they got the physical talent to do it, but they're just not executing well at all. I'd like to say that's COVID, but everyone went through that. Like everyone had the short off season and you don't see all Well, the teams. that's what the
2: players are saying that they just don't they're not executing right. If they just execute right they're going to And, and be it's great. hard to argue that's with the- that
4: honestly. They are not executing well. And and while I do think maybe our scheme is part of it, I think they are obviously not executing well. So but it the,
1: that's what concerns me like every bad team you hear usually says that we're not we just got to execute better. True. I've heard that one over and exactly. over again which makes me think maybe the, the talent isn't there <laughs> cuz usually in the NFL, like the talent can overcome some of those execution types things true. and uh it's it not there. <laughs> there's no doubt there's a
4: talent deficiency. It's just a matter how big it actually is, but well, there is one. We don't have a yeah. true elite I'd- pass rusher.
3: I think we have decent talent, but it'd be nice to have one or two freak athletes that would, are game breakers, yeah. you know, yeah. could change things out there, which we yes. don't have. We don't have big playmakers.
1: Like a team that comes to mind for me right now, or like a player where that kind of applies is uh, the Seattle Seahawks. They go out and trade for Jamal Adams this off season and Jamal Adams, uh, by all accounts, they know I don't watch Seahawks games like religiously or anything, but he's just kind of like a free roamer out there. So some, there's some plays he makes a huge mistake. And he'll give up a big play, but then he'll come back and make two phenomenal plays that no one else can make. Like, there's a lack of execution, but there's also the talent enough to be a difference maker on a defense where it's going to prevent points from being scored because of how athletic this guy is.
2: Sounds like you're talking about yeah. Darius Slay right there. Hey, yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah.
2: And Okuda, yeah. Okuda might be that guy. You know, Okuda makes a lot of mistakes, but he can he's capable of making big plays. proved it I last mean,
4: week, didn't do anything this week.
2: But we need he, those guys. Good players make big plays at critical times and we don't have anybody doing that right Not now. One. Nobody. Yeah. We had
3: Jamie Cotton. They had Mike, my guy from the draft, our draft prediction where I put, I had Jeremy chin in there and he's playing for the Panthers. So they had him as a spy on Kyler Murray and it worked really well. Yeah. He was like all over the place. Oh, but nice. that was
2: like it. That. You're right about him though. Uh, that was a, yeah, he was, he's a good one
4: going to be great i
1: mean uh jamie collins yeah. showed up last week for us against the cardinals uh not 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 this week uh
4: right but also there's weird personnel yeah. things like finally uh tracy walker is not starting but why am i seeing will harris even on this field what has he done to earn a place on the football field in a, in a game like i've seen zero evidence that this kid has anything to produce at the pro level he is a complete liability on the field at all times as far as i can tell Maybe he looks great in practice, but who cares? He hasn't done yeah. shite in the games.
3: You hear his name the most, missing a tackle. Like, oh, <laughs> Harris misses a tackle. You know? That's <laughs> garbage. Yeah. I think he
4: was covering that one touchdown on the, the their, like, uh, 20-yard touchdown pass. Yeah, he did. Why? Why? We just got that uh, the big tall dude from who used to be on the Vikings. Uh, Jerry Curse. Yeah, we just got him. Curse, yeah. Why is he not just there? Like, why is he not the third safety in at all times? Like, I just don't understand. Then, but that's been Maybe sort of their thing too. 30. Like they 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 play Adrian Peterson, I think, a little more than they should. Not that he's doing terrible, but he did not have a hot hand in that game and was getting very little on the ground. And then yeah. they finally yeah. did sort of go to Swift. Hundred percent. But, 100% like, but agree why not that. go? Like, I, they just seem to not want to use the talent that is best suited to actually make yeah. things happen. Sometimes, and that just I that still befuddles me. We saw it with Blunt the first year. I don't I don't get that. And so. If you can't fix that, I'm I'm a little. That makes me really concerned about what he can actually do to turn this team. Hey, Peterson's been a pleasant surprise, yes. but let's
2: face it. Early in that game, he was just he was not getting anything. After a while, what put Swift in there? I mean, yeah. Swift, Swift's dynamic. I mean, let him give him some shots. You know, yeah. let let him do some stuff. It was incredible. I mean I don't know why they're not using this kid more. I love the one play with At Swift
1: least, where we they literally hiked did Stafford, Stafford just tosses it to the back and then Swift ran to the weak side for a first down just with pure speed on oh, the Yeah,
0: pure that. speed. Pure yeah. speed. At least they're still throwing him in the end zone, like after that Bears game. They're they're not True. afraid to do that. So But I agree they could use him much better. And I don't know what carry on's doing. I feel like he's just kind of there. Yeah,
4: he got like one carry for like I thought like eight yards or something like yeah. that. Like, I still think he should get more than a little bit more action in there too. Like try mixing it up. You got three talented yeah. backs. Don't just give it all to Adrian Pearson who's you can see Adrian who's Peter's, 35 exactly. yeah. <laughs> and, he, and you see every time he fails on the field is when he tries to do something that might've worked when he was 25. Like when he tries to do something yeah. pounce out and then he loses two yards, like he wouldn't have done that, you know, two, five, 10 years ago, he breaks that around okay. the edge, stiff arms due to the ground, goes for 60 yards. You just can't do that. Yeah,
3: anymore. Use him in spots. Like, like when they, on a the touchdown, you know, he just uses power, you know, that right. was nice. Yes. But, but yeah, we got these young backs, turn those guys out, mm-hmm. man. Use them and then use Peterson in spots when
2: we need him. I agree with that, hundred percent, Bob.
1: Yeah, uh, it'll it'll be interesting to see if they uh, will start using Swift a little more here going forward. I certainly hope so. Uh, it, I I think I said this like at the beginning of the season, like after Adrian Peterson's first good game with us, like he, he's a he's an old guy. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if his legs stay with him through a sixteen game schedule. So, um, I'm I'm hoping that they start uh, handing it off more to swift here as we go forward i think
4: yeah Pe- they just seem
1: content to lean on peterson like i mean
2: that's a
4: trend with these guys
0: to a fault i didn't think that was going to be the case when we got him i thought it was going to be more like a situation back not yeah, yeah. not our rb1 right
4: <laughs> right he'd be a great rotational <laughs> right. guy I, I love him in the lineup i'm not yeah. this isn't against him this is their oh he's great
1: of him he had a great goal line run in this game uh to get into yeah, the but us. that's what
4: he
2: should be doing. He should be getting those little tough yards when mm-hmm. you need that one yard first down or you need that touchdown. He's he's excellent. He excels at that. He's tough. He's a tough runner. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we, we need to use our young backs a lot more. Yeah,
4: I think that's just endemic, though, of their whole uh, like personnel usage. We saw the same thing with Blunt. He, we overfed him beyond like oh my god does you guys all remember the glacier that we watched ease slowly down the uh, field for all i'm trying year? to
2: forget it thanks for reminding me sorry
4: yeah but like why and they look i was like i was really encouraged last year when we moved away from cj anderson before they tried doing the same thing with him too much in, early in the season but like then this year they go to Peterson. They clearly want like an old running back. I don't know. Like this must be like a fetish for Adrian Patricia Peterson. Looks
1: miles better than oh C.J. way better. Or blunt. He's
4: <laughs> oh, yeah. anyway. I just don't get it.
1: <sighs> yeah. Yeah. So um, I mean, is there any highlights from this game that we could take away? Uh, Hawk.
4: Hawk is yeah. Hawk had his
1: best run blocking grade ever and uh, in Jesse his career James. Uh, for this game. So why are they not throwing to him more? Yeah. Hawk only had two catches for nine yards. I'm really I'm curious about that. Seriously. Yeah.
3: But I think he's only targeted twice. Wasn't he? I mean, you, yeah, I think
2: you're right. Well, I know you don't have a separate under, under threw him that one time. And, uh, yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's true. But I don't know. I, I think he should be targeted a lot more.
1: Absolutely. Oh. And Marvin Jones, again, only one catch for nine yards. He's barely, uh, been a factor this season for the most part on offense.
4: Yeah. I actually, I would be curious to see, uh What's his face? Uh, My guy, Cephas, get out there more. He was getting the most open the first two games before the first games before holiday came back.
1: Cephas only played 10 snaps in this game.
4: And I don't think he was targeted once, was he? No. Like he was, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying he's the answer, but he was getting separation early on. So they need he wasn't
3: catching the ball though. That first game he had 10 targets, I think. And he caught four or something. Wasn't it like,
1: I don't know. Yep. Exactly.
3: I don't know. I mean, the one, I
4: only remember when they Barb- hit his hands. Dry.
1: Do you just want see if to play to get your Hall of Fame? Yeah. Hall of Fame oh,
4: that's, back that's, yeah. that's written in stone. It doesn't matter. It's just all, this is all just the journey we're on with him to his, his destination in the Hall of Fame.
2: I just wonder how much of the separation thing is scheme and how much his players, you know, yeah.
4: I, obviously the players are part of it because they're noted. They've, it's their, they're yeah. all recognized as low separation guys. I
3: think our, our offensive line didn't have a great game either. I mean, uh, yeah. Stafford got, got sacked, what, three times? I think and he was hurried and he was pressured yeah. seven times, I think. Well, that's another thing that bothers me, me but... with
1: Stafford this mm-hmm. year right now is his pocket presence. He seems to be kind of lacking, uh, the usual pocket presence that we see out of him. There's a couple sacks he's run into. Mm-hmm. Like, that one. There's yes. one he stepped up into the D line. It, like it, it was a clean pocket. You could have moved a little to the right or something, but he, he didn't have ultimately stepped all. up into like the D line and, um, yeah. There's a couple instances yeah. as well where he's trying to run out or something like that. Hold on to the ball too long. It, yeah.
4: yeah he's, his decision-making has definitely been struggling.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, this is the fo- this would be the fourth preseason game, you know, right now. So, yeah, maybe right. this is the time when they turn it <laughs> around. They have the bye week. It's like a new season, new 12-game season oh, coming up here. That's what it was.
4: Patricia yeah. looks at the season in phases. He just forgot to adjust for the new season, and he left preseason as the yep. first phase of the actual season. <laughs> We can only hope. Yeah. Yeah. I, I
1: was, I was curious what you guys thought about going for two, um, at the end of the game. Did you like the call?
4: I was curious
2: about that. This is very, this is the exact
1: me. same thing that he did. Um, was it last year or two years ago when we were playing the Rams and we were down two touchdowns and we had the same scenario where we could either go down by six or down by eight if we don't get it. Um, and it, I, I think it was, or two, it was two years ago, two years ago. Cause that was the year the Rams went to Super Bowl. Um, and they they didn't get it that time, but we got it this time. I just I thought it was an interesting uh, decision by him. It, it only worked out because uh, good things happen when you throw T.J. Hawkinson in the red zone, believe it or not. Yeah. But, um, but I, it didn't, I didn't hate the call. I didn't
3: it didn't hate. bother me. I, His challenge bothered Tim, me. That was, that was oh, such a oh, stupid that challenge. Was, oh, yeah, that, that, was, oh, that was clearly that not going to work out. horrible. Challenge. That <laughs> was stupid. <laughs> and then apparently that kept him from challenging a later thing where they could have gotten some yards back, but. When he didn't, didn't know put that fumble forward,
1: but oh yeah, but th- that was that uh. was stupid. <laughs> that was that was really stupid. I don't want to throw like a Patricia stupid coaching decision of the week in here, but uh, no. that, that would take the <laughs> That would be it if it is. Yeah. yeah, we 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 haven't we didn't have our Marvin Hall forty yard pass because Stafford missed him wide open in the end zone. Uh, yeah, but um, yeah, the the decision to go for two, I thought, it was just because our defense was playing so poorly. And it's either we're going to get this touchdown and win by one, or we're going to go to overtime and probably lose if the Saints get the ball. Well, so. I
4: mean, also, if you don't get it, you, if you do get the second touchdown requisite to actually tie the game, you get another chance to go for two. Yeah. I mean, so it's not – you know, you got two opportunities to get a two-point conversion to at least tie the sure. game. So, I mean, it, statistically, it wasn't there. I don't see any real problems with it. And like you said, if we get the two second- – get both, and game over, we win. But – well, no that yeah. was fine. I had no problem with
1: it. Yeah. Um <laughs> man, does this uh it's brutal, but uh yeah, it it's tough. But again, Jack Fox averaged fifty four and a half yards punting this week. So he continues yeah. to crush yeah. it. Don Mulbeck moved into the top fifty of all time games played in the NFL. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. He's gonna pass Eddie Murray pretty soon, I think. Yeah, I think I think, think if mistaken. he plays out the rest of the season he will be up Christ. to the
1: top thirty three games played all time in the NFL.
2: I don't know if he'll catch Jason Hanson. No, he agree. will
1: not catch Jason Hanson, I don't think. Uh, <laughs> I think he's of, still a hundred something behind Jason Hanson, which is pretty crazy. It's hard
4: to fathom. It's hard to fathom. it is. That's crazy. like ten yeah. more seasons. <laughs> <laughs> like,
2: like, come on. I know, it's what? crazy.
1: That's oh amazing. boy. Yeah. Man, but um so Green Bay is playing tonight. We don't have an update on them. The the Bears lose uh Nick Foles is not the answer on offense, believe it or not, for the Chicago well, Bears.
4: Ha- have you adjusted your hate, Zach? Are you going for uh, a. I hate Bears fans more <laughs> than anything. They're. Yeah. Special they they love
1: Trubisky. They
0: hate Trubisky. know, uh, now Nick Foles is the answer. Oh, no. Fuck it. You know, screw that guy. Yeah. Uh, well, there's that rumor spreading now that they wanted Mahomes originally. So now Bears <laughs> fans are even doubly sad.
1: That's <laughs> funny. I like that. But the Lions are sharing uh, last place now with the Minnesota Vikings because they won uh, in Houston. So they moved to one and three. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see where this can go forward. But, again, the Lions are only one game out of the playoffs. Of course, in seventh place right now is the Saints, so it's technically one and a half games. There's hope. Uh, out of the playoffs. And the Lions, unfortunately, all these games have come against NFC opponents, so they're one and three in the NFC, which is important for tiebreakers later on. They haven't played any AFC yet. Uh unfortunately but yeah that's where things stand uh, I just want to go around really quick Connor do you think Patricia will still be coaching the Lions week nine of the season so or after our eighth game so is that yeah week nine
4: mm, no I don't think he will
1: all right how about you Red Dog
4: oh yeah because I mean we're gonna start a winning streak here I mean I, I, uh, my cousin Charlie, his, his Big Z's little brother, said it best. You know, they're in a prime position to start their run for thirteen and three, in a Super Bowl run. I mean, like like you said, tons of favorable games. Now he'll be here.
1: He's he's in college. He's drinking a lot of Kool Aid. So yeah, oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> How about you, UJ?
2: Uh I think he'll be here. I think the next uh, four games are very favorable to us. And we could actually get a little streak going here. So I think he'll survive, at least through then. After that, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I think he'll survive. Bob? Yeah. Um, well, if they fired him tonight, it would
3: be totally justified. But that's not happening. And I do think they're going to go on a win streak. Uh, Reggie Ragland said they should have been 4-0. Right?
2: <laughs> so right. just, a, just a
3: few plays here and there. And uh, so <laughs> – so, uh, I think they're going to start rolling. And then once they get some confidence and rhythm together, uh, the thing's going to roll. And uh, Patricia will be there in the playoffs. So
1: Yeah. I there. think Patricia's um, stay in Detroit gets extended out a little bit here just because the schedule is working in their favor currently. Um, coming against the Jaguars out of the bye week, I think is super hey, Z, beneficial. Z, yeah.
2: See, I got to stop. Yeah. Um, Jaguars. Jaguars. Is that what you?
1: The jaguars.
2: Is yeah, that the, how you pronounce the that jaguars.
4: word?
2: Jaguars. Ja, jaguars. How do you pronounce it? Yeah, jaguars. 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 That's what I said. Jaguars. You're saying Look at the I was same word. I was jaguars. You know I was you got them uh, Jaguars. Jaguars.
4: <laughs> it's it's a Chicago <laughs> it's accent. Jaguars.
2: Jaguar, But the, the Jaguars.
3: Run down to the electric chin, and get me some jaguars. I gotta wire this thing up.
2: Just <laughs> <laughs> bust your chops. Z. Alright, UJ. <laughs> Go ahead. He's very sensitive Sorry. about his
4: grammar.
1: Uh, <laughs> They're playing the Jags. Um <laughs> There you go. <laughs> <laughs> they're playing <laughs> They're playing the Jags, they're playing the Falcons, who might not have a coach by that point, or, or head coach at least, uh, an interim <laughs> one. I think the Colts are a very beatable team. Uh the then the Colts <laughs>
4: <laughs> Yeah.
1: Wait, did you just say that? The Colts are very beatable. I think the Colts are beatable.
4: They have a lot. Colts aren't amazing. That defense is pretty damn good. Yeah, but their offense ain't special. Just because right. they
0: made a mediocre Bears team look bad. Paul,
4: let,
1: let, I know, I know, but let, let the the Colts right now have played the Jaguars, the Vikings, the Jets, and the Bears. Those are four of the possibly worst offenses in the NFL. <laughs> good point. So
2: good point. I,
1: I'm not going to hold them to a high uh, pedestal okay. defensively right fair now. Fair enough.
2: That, very fair. Thank you.
1: Um. But then after that, they play the Vikings, the Redskins, and the Panthers, and the Texans. So, I mean, that, that again, that schedule just seems super favorable to me. I think the Lions at least get a, at least a couple wins in there to keep Patricia around for and a little longer. So, so I'm going to say yes <laughs> about the end. of, And then I think he'll probably just w- go out the season. And if it continues the way it's going, he will not be around, obviously, any longer. Mm-hmm. But um, that's my thought. That's our thoughts. Uh, those are our little predictions there. Uh, but... I don't think we're going to have an episode uh, later this week because there's no preview because we're on a bye week, which means we get a bye Relief. from doing a podcast for <laughs> a Thursday night. <laughs> um, Woo. Uh, so. Time off. So we're not going to lose this That's week. That's right. So Kool-Aid drinkers yeah. out there, Lions fans, uh, we have a long time to clear our minds, get ready for the other 75% of this season coming up. Um. Just, just you know, go to bed with happy thoughts. Um, the Connor already went to bed. <laughs> Looks like he's sleeping.
4: Oh, <laughs> there he is, happy. Just um, looking at a tweet. Just,
1: just uh, I, I know it's going to be impossible for you to do. Probably just try to put whatever faith you have left, if there's any. I'm sure a lot of you have none. But Kool
4: Aid uh, is a is a good substitute for faith. Kool Aid
1: is a great substitute. <laughs> yeah.
2: As long as there is Kool Aid, there is always hope. <laughs> that's right.
1: Indeed, and just yes. put in Patricia and hope they can turn it around because that's all we got is hope uh and uh, we have 12 weeks to sort it out so that's all we got all right, you know sometimes there's nothing you can do um but you know uh that that's all we got here uh please uh follow us it, it was cool oh, uh, the last thing on instagram we put the ty johnson the, hey, the, the ty. pulling the car uh video yeah
4: yeah, and Ty yeah. Johnson
1: gave us a shout out back. Uh, he's no longer with the team, but we just want to give our appreciation to him for giving a shout out. Uh, so thanks, Ty.
4: Good luck, bud.
1: And again, if you are listening and didn't get a chance to check out that video, it's at, um, at Drinking the Blue Kool Aid on Instagram and Twitter as well at Drinking Lions. Please subscribe to podcast. Please leave a review. We'd really appreciate it. Again, Ty Johnson's a supporter for what it's worth, even though he's a little longer with the team. And he's on, he's reunited with Jim Bob Cooter, like you mentioned, Bob. Once a lion, always a lion. Yeah. In New York. Oh, yeah. The New York Jets, they're <laughs> crushing it up there with Jim Bob Cooter. Uh, <laughs> his, yeah. JBC. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Um, My boy. But um, for Connor, Dog, UJ, Bob, Jets. Big Z, um, have a good bye week, listeners. Uh, maybe go to pumpkin patch or something like that. Enjoy your weekend uh, with no Lions football.
4: Yeah, get outside, <laughs> enjoy the <little> crisp air. <laughs>
1: but last but not least, as always, go, go, go!
4: go!
3: Lion!
1: Lion! Lion! Woo!
2: Woo! Yeah!
1: Forward down the field, a charging
4: team that will not
2: yield. And when the blue and
4: silver wave Stand and cheer the brave Rock, rock,
1: rock Go hard, win the game With honor, you will keep your
4: fame Down the field and gain lion's victory Go! Go.